That's right. The most annoying podcast in the world is back. It is uh, center center stage. Oh my god, it's not even center stage. It's it's bad when you fuck up the name of the podcast that's named after you. Um, this is center of the universe, and once again, this is a good brother podcast. Uh, but no, the thing I wanted to talk about was so there are rumors that Vince McMahon and WWE are on the verge of being bought, being boughten, being purchased by the global juggernaut who literally owns everything else in the world. My chip is being uh, put in next Wednesday. Disney, which would be because Disney would have to be the ones who are buying it because they're the ones. Disney could be acquiring the premier pro wrestling like property in the entire world. I have two things to say about that. Um, one, I, I just my gut tells me, just like my gut told me the XFL was going to fail before the, the end of the season, and it did. But um, two things to say about that. Uh, I cannot see... Disney touching wrestling with a 10 foot pole. I just, I, it, I just can't, I don't, I just don't see that happening. And also I think if they do sell and I'm not trying to be crass or anything, I, I think Vince McMahon will be dead within two years because he's been just this machine for 50 years now. And if it stops, he's, I, I think it's going to be like the same thing with Johnny Cash when June Carter died. Johnny died uh, like two months later. It's then, now, and forever, buddy. Yeah, well, you can be buried under the ground forever. They can uh, they can put his body right next to Walt Disney's head. It, it, but no, I that's mean, like, what I want. I want a Frankenstein of Vince McMahon, Walt Disney. Um, who else have they frozen? I don't Mel know. Brooks when he dies. Yep. Wasn't Mickey Mantle part of him frozen? <laughs> <laughs> Who freezes? Why do you freeze part of somebody? Like, oh no, no, no! You don't want the head. That's not tasty. You want the backbone. He just froze his dick. <laughs> but no, I mean, like it's like, and, like you make a valid point. Like, like wrestling, but like, like we had talked about again in the infamous text chain. Like when Marvel was purchased by Disney, Marvel was filing for bankruptcy. That's why you have. Universal has the the Marvel Island of Adventure because Marvel was selling off all the rights they possibly could. That's why Sony got Spider-Man and Fantastic Four and Fox had X-Men because they were just selling off properties left and right because at the time, like, like Marvel thought they were going to go under. They were going to be completely bought out. And so when Disney came, swooped in, and I mean, I still remember when they announced that they were going to make a live action Iron Man. And they said, Robert Downey Jr. was playing Iron Man. I'm like, that's never going to work. I mean, like, and that's on the scale of like iPhones. That's never going to work. Or like, I mean, like my grandfather, my, 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 my mom's dad back in the fifties, there were a million burger places, a million of them. And he got the opportunity to invest in, mcdonald's early on he's like there's a million burger places why would i waste my money that man i swear to god talked about that to the day he died 
which oh i would too yeah i'd be I like god too. damn it <laughs> like if i had a time yeah. machine first thing i'm doing like hey you don't know me but uh get liquidate all of your assets and put them into mcdonald's no for me it'd be like hey dickhead give me your money i'm future man and i'm here to do good i'm like i would bring him a mcdonald's like a cheeseburger and be like taste that it tastes like all the money that you should have left your wife and your children and their children <laughs> over a billion served except my family uh but no, i mean so like but if if Disney can, I mean, obviously, the, like the rehab job on wrestling as opposed to Marvel is a different is a different thing. Is you know, um, Superman didn't kill his wife and child and then hung himself with a bowflex um, that that we know of. But no, but the Canadian Wolverine <laughs> did, and I'm not talking about Wolverine. So, but 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 like, I mean, like, can you imagine like a time like ten years down the road? when you're walking around and you see a Hulk Hogan impersonator, like getting to a wrestling around Mickey and the magic kingdom. That. All right. See now, now that now you're making me believe it less and less. Zach, I want your, I want to know what you think about this whole possible purchase. It's a great idea. It's going to be a fantastic moneymaker. Cause here's what's going to happen is Vince is going to be done with it. They're going to clean the house. Then they're going to steamroll as many of the indies as they can for the for whatever talent that they want, whatever concepts that they want. And you know, I could totally see uh, Chikara getting sucked into that. Kaiju Big Battle getting sucked into a Disney deal. Old wrestling getting sucked into a Disney deal. And guess what? Now you have living cartoons doing all the goofy shit that we love. I mean, Chikara, that's a good call because like they they started to do a on ITV. Our RWTV or Independent Wrestling TV, which hey, if they are listening, they want to sponsor. Eh, gang, gang. Um, on Saturday mornings, they're running like a Saturday morning cartoon show, basically in the ring, because that's what yeah. your car is. So that, that's totally what's going to be like. You're not going to get uh, death matches, you know, well, we CZW yeah. style. The goofy death match. You know what I mean? Like you're not so like they're trying to be. So they've been trying to be Disney for for the better part of a decade. So let them just be Disney. Yeah, but it's not like, all right, but like what I'm saying is, is like Disney has a track record of um, making money. Yeah. And they want, and that's the thing is WWE right now, they're not losing money hand over fist, but their ratings are declining so fast. Nobody's going to want to fucking touch that. Nobody. And what are the are the pay-per-views going to be on fucking Disney Plus? Why not? Yes, please. You just change the concept. You keep the format. Well, and like, but also, I mean, like Disney. So the Disney owns so many different things, and like they could say, okay, we're going to get WWE, and they're like Disney will own it, but like you will never see a crossover of Disney, like branding. So they, they could say, okay, Fox, cause now they own Fox. You deal with this shit and ESPN, you deal with this shit. And so Papa, Papa mouse is, you know, you know, has the belt, but he, everyone else, like they just, you know, like they can move it around. Oh, okay. So let me ask you a question then, because nobody in Disney is going to know how to run a wrestling company. Who do, who are they going to keep on Triple board? H. You have to keep people on board. Triple H. They, they keep Triple H because like they, they keep him because he can point to like, hey, this hot young brand 
that everyone in the wrestling world talks about NXT. That was me. So keep me. I know what I'm doing. And like, because then they can say, like, and I'm already in Florida. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> we're down the fucking street. Um, oh, Orlando, you say? Yeah. Oh, I like Orlando. But like, and then like, he, then he says, because then you can also say, I have a, you know, a McMahon still there. So like Disney always loves that kind of like schmaltzy, like, you know, it went from the father to the father to the son and daughter. So like, you can keep, keep that McMahon heritage in there. But like, I like, if that happens, I don't want to say AEW is completely fucked, but like a, the idea of AEW at any point overtaking WWE goes away. I think. And oh, I don't. But does anybody think that that was ever? Well, no, I, I, think, I don't even think that that's like a goal. I think. Well, I think like the possibility. The possibility was there at this point. Like, and I think the cons are smart enough. They'd be like, okay, and they would shift, and then they would be the ones that like, okay, from now on, like they're cemented for all of time as number one, we have an opportunity to kind of be like the cool under, under mix. And so I, I think AEW, if it was any other company, I think I would be worried. I think the cons are smart enough that they could figure it out. And I still think AEW would be fine. And I think it would just be, I think if anyone in WWE wanted any of their talent outside of like the elite, it's going to be hard for them not to, 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 to get them. It's going to be hard because like the, the money that Disney could back the fuck up, like ugh, the, right, got the that money's money. there, but there, it doesn't necessarily mean, cause I mean, all right, you got, you got the McMahons who are worth, uh, or the cons are worth. All right. The big daddy con, he is worth almost four times as much as Vince is granted. Disney has, I don't know how much Disney's worth. I, I, I have no fucking clue. Trillions. But that's the other thing. Is it Yeah, I and I do I think I Ben, you put it in a pretty good perspective. Like if they were to bring if they were gonna keep Triple H and like have him point to NXT and be like But I mean, dude, like you still got to keep it WWE um, for brand record, you know, reckon, but like you can't, what are you going to do? Completely erase history and build from yeah. the ground up. Mm-hmm. 1000%. Yep. You, you just want to see the network go away. No, you keep the archive, you keep the library by all means, dig into it, but, but like, you start from scratch from the ashes. You know, this is what they were supposed to be reborn as, right? We listen to the fans and we're going to give you the product that you want. Right, <laughs> another broken promise. Like I think, like yeah, I they basically w- would do it like a hard reboot, but like not ignoring everything. It's like okay, you know, this is a new era, but like the hardest new era that they've had, and because they would have to change a whole bunch. But Disney has every like it's one of those things where if I'm Disney, I think it's the smartest move in the world. Because you already have super talented people on the ground. You don't have to bring in a ton of people. You bring in some of your people to kind of like figure things out. But I mean, it's a, it's a huge moneymaker and like wrestling is always good content. And like at end of the day, like 
Disney Plus and all these other like they need content and WWE are content providers. Like they, that's the yeah. reason that like that they're still on TV right now. And they're like, you know, they're even though their ratings aren't great, but like every week there's new content and Disney's got to look at that. Like, man, like, and it's comparative to like, like say the Mandalorian or any of these Marvel shows, the price is cheap. So they're going to be like, Frank, yeah. like, like even Especially, like these cinematic shit, like they'll, they'll be able to like, you know, if they want to go in that direction too, it's still cheaper than anything that they're doing on plus. Yeah. And t- here's the other thing. Think about this is WWE has, has just bred it into the industry that like it's weekend shows and it's, you know, pay-per-views and we go all year round. Right. Like here's, here's a way to change things for better in the industry of like, let's try doing a season, you know? You know, that's yeah. part of why people were into doing Lucha Underground. You yeah. Know? Um, I mean, hopefully save on like injuries and, you know, that, or family time for these people that are on the road all the goddamn time. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Um, I do think um, once we get back to, you know, once, once I, I hate, I hate when people say back to normal. Um, once, once, once there's shows again, once where people can congregate together, um, I do think that um, the indie. You want to watch them fight? But I want to watch them fight. <laughs> the the indie boom the last three or four years, five years rather. Um, I think we're going to see that explode when uh, it's time for wrestling to come back. And as far as WWE building from the ground up. I mean, I I could see it working, um, but, like, you keep all the archives, but, I mean, like, for them to do it, I just, that's the thing, is I just can't see Disney wanting to put money behind something. But what I was going to say is, like, I, I think that you, if, theoretically, if Disney bought WWE, that's, that's over on house shows. You You may still get the NXT touring shows, like, on the weekends every, you know, couple months or whatever however often they do it but you're not going to see house shows it's not it's going to be strictly tv stuff I, i'm pretty sure i don't think it's house yeah, shows but- i think it's like you go to one of the parks like hot like mg like like hollywood studio and oh look here's a couple of like you come in like you know from the heat air conditioned sure. building and you watch a couple shows like kind of like sure. um, at, the, at the, some of the music festivals, I think like AIW did it for the warp tour yeah. when it came through yep. and like uh, download festival, like, okay, at three o'clock, we're going to have an hour of matches and that's how you bring well, up some like younger folks. And then like, you have like one you know, bigger name, like headline. Well, and you can also, you could also turn that into, um, I mean, that's basically what WCW Saturday Night was. They filmed at MGM Studios, if I'm not mistaken. And um, basically what they would do is they would record for, you know, six hours every other Saturday. And each hour they would bring in a new, like you waited in line, kind of like at Nickelodeon Studios. Like you would wait in line for the taping, come in for that hour of the taping, leave, bring the next people in there. That's how you could build a small, like um, not... I wouldn't do that with NXT. I think NXT is too big to do that, but like that's something you could do with like a 205 watt also, or something like that. Is that the was that the show that had like everything spun slowly? Mm-hmm. Also, yep. just so we're, we're clear, uh the cookie I just had is starting to hit. Oh dude, um <laughs> our a mutual friend of ours, that guy, um dropped me off some of his delicious 
delicious cookies. And because like, I always send people his way, he was like, Hey, I threw something extra in there for you. And I found it and it's a gummy and it's really high milligram. And he told me not to eat it all at once, but I am not very good at listening to people. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> you hooligan. I mean, degenerates. Cause remember guys, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. <laughs> I've been trying to work it, it that in. It sounds like me. It is so. It's the guy. Uh, he's a comedian that, like, whatever I like on my Facebook. It's like him, and then there's another comedy group from like like somewhere in the Midwest called You Betcha. Like, has all these videos, and it's like he's kind of like red haired and like fair skin. Like, like he makes these videos, and he like he they do like this guy tries White Claw once, or guy gets stimulus check, you know, and or guy puts on AirPods for one day. Oh, like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like some of it's funny, <laughs> but like I like. That's where I think that was one of the first uh, things online about the ain't no laws. As I wear my ain't no laws uh, hat, hat, I have a uh, ain't no laws tank top coming again. If uh, the coronavirus could stop because my bank account is just not, it's, it's bad. (laughs) Every day I I come back from the, I come back from the mail room and my wife's like, "Uh, what did you buy? Uh, For, for two weeks, straight now um as my unemployment has been uh um what what did they call deposited into my account i check it like i I, if you like if you if you do your weekly claim on sunday you generally have your monday money by tuesday and i'll check it on tuesday so the first all right so not last week the week before was the first week that i got um the retro or no it was last week was the first week I got um, the retroactive uh, 600 extra a week that they're giving right now. And um, I logged into my account that morning and I was like, this has got to be a mistake. <laughs> and um, then I was like, okay, I checked it three times and I was like going through like my, um, uh, my like account statement on, on the, on the app. And I'm like, I'm like, no, okay, no, 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 okay, this is this is correct. And then it gets put into my account two days ago, and I'm just like, I am going to be rich after this. Coronavirus mm-hmm. made, made me rich. But you're saving for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to do anything big. And also, um, my fiance gets uh, Medicaid, um, and she actually has. Um, what do they call those like pre-existing health conditions that does that sound right okay so yeah she has those um or autoimmunity i don't know what whatever fucking arthritis is she has rheumatoid arthritis um those medications are stupid fucking expensive we already got the tattoo like on our ring fingers i'll like throw a party and do a fucking ceremony to make people happy but like why sign papers when the government's paying for her medicine? Like, we're not going to be able to afford it. Like, so I don't like, uh, yes, I will throw a party. I don't see the point in getting married. And I've told her this. She knows that. Like, now I like, I'm going to be with her forever. Like, the commitment's already there. I don't know what the fucking piece of paper has to do with anything, but. Please tell me you're going to get shirts to say, um, like, like life mates. And again, and we obviously won't be hetero life. <gasps> you guys can be hetero life mates. Hetero life mates, though, is generally implied, like, um, with Jay and Silent Bob, like, when it's two True. dudes 
who don't want to be confused as gay, you say, oh, we're hetero life mates. But, but uh, I've kissed plenty of dudes that I have uh, have called hetero life mates, so it's whatever. They haven't kissed me. I mean, Fleet Week is only once a year, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, get it, send those sailors, you know, off to their uh, possible doom you know, with a smile on their face. There you go. So um, um, to to kind of yes. What's to, the next thing? to kind of move off. So um, two of I, at least I think they're two of our favorites. Uh, one, Mr. Jonathan Gargano and Candice LeRae, um, recently have uh, turned their you know true colors into to darker shades. And uh, we saw last night. I don't know if you watched NXT last night. We saw a heel, Candice LeRae, in the ring. She is now she her nickname is now the Poison Pixie. I watched AEW. Yeah, man. Um, are they trying to do the Bailey turn on Candice? Is that because they should have done the Bailey turn? I think, but Candice is a better actress. Candace. So I think it's it, it, like to me, like so that like there was the um a vignette. It was her and Johnny at home. And it was weird. And also, they had the goddamn cup he wore on the kitchen table, which we are in a pandemic, sir. I don't care if it was in a little display case. There's a nut cup on the table. That is, that is, that is couth, uncouth. That is gross. Like, that is just like Martha Stewart would have a conniption if she saw this. Um, but, like, they had a. Here's, here's the thing uh, that compared to Britt Baker's, I'm sorry, Dr. Britt Baker. How dare you? She works hard for that. Role, for how, how to be a role model segment, the bloom out of the water. Yeah, yeah I would I agree. Will... I would agree. But like, I, I, I just, I love Candice LeRae and like the fact that she's using the curb stomp now as a ever so yeah. gentle nod to daddy says. But like, I like Candice LeRae. Um, I liked her way more on the indies. Yeah. Um, that, that whole bubbly fucking thing it doesn't work for big production. Um, it doesn't. It didn't work for Bailey. Uh, it didn't work for Kylie Ray. She fucking left AEW like a weekend. I think it's a stupid fucking gimmick. Um, the fact that they're turning her heel, that's cool. Um, I think she's one of the toughest um, women uh, like in wrestling. She took a fucking super kick with thumbtacks on the shoe to her face. Um so you can't debate that. The only problem I have with her and her husband, I think they are both amazing in ring. Um, amazing. Every time when it comes to charisma on the mic or backstage, they both have zero. Yeah. Like I, I will say that like, it, obviously I think they have, I, I would say zero. I think they, they definitely have charisma, but like Johnny has charisma in his wrestling like like when he wrestles yeah he, no yeah. yeah yeah but like, like yeah like like yeah i think and I, but i think he does have like he can cut a good promo but it's not it's not consistent it's like you'll get I like one heel, really good one and then you like a couple ones you're like eh. his heel promo that he was cutting right before balor attacked him backstage a couple months ago was really good and i was like oh wow fucking johnny like johnny heel promo fine johnny when he's at home at a cleveland nxt show he knows how to work that crowd i'm like why can't you translate that to like johnny could when fart into a, a few... mic in cleveland and, and people would, would clap and cheer me included that's fair that's 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 fair also but, hopefully that's what happens know. next time he's just like, yeah if he does just, that at the next cleveland show that'd be amazing 
And honestly, I will, I'll just say it here. I don't know if I've ever said it on a podcast before. Like I said, I'm friends with people who are friends with Johnny Gargano. He seems like a nice enough guy. I think he's a great wrestler. I am so fucking tired of hearing his goddamn name in this city. And that's like a Cleveland exclusive thing. Like, I am so fucking tired of hearing the dude. Well, I mean, like, like, it's obviously like he's not the only wrestler to come ever out of Cleveland. I mean, there's obviously. Exactly. But I think. And like, again, I'm new to, like, I still say I'm new to Cleveland. It's been, we're going on five years now. I yeah, think that's that be, new. I, because he is, I don't know. I think because he, like he wears Cleveland on it, such a badge, like, like obviously like Miz and Ziggler are from here, but like they, they don't build themselves. Like Ziggler still builds himself as from Hollywood, Florida, Miz from LA, like, like Johnny wrapped himself in the flag of Cleveland harder than really anyone. And I think because he like kind of, from what I can tell, it kind of embodies the spirit of like, he shouldn't have made it as far as he did. He did. He's the underdog. And I think that's why. And also like he was here at AIW so long. And I just, also he's like, just like, he's generally a nice person. Like the couple of times I've interacted with him, he's generally a nice guy. So I think, but I think he does, he definitely gets talked about a whole lot, but like guys like EC3, who is fucking killing it. He is killing it on social media. Like getting fired was the best thing to have in his career in the last like three years. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I, when he got hired, I thought it was a bad idea. Um, And I'm not like, let me just retract. Like, I don't want to retract what I said because I meant what I said, but like, I'm not trying to dog Johnny Gargano. I think he has put on some of the best matches I have ever watched in my entire life. I'm just like, everybody is just like, oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny, oh, Johnny. Like, and dude, like, I've said it before. I'll say it a million times. Like, yeah, Johnny Gargano's great. He's not fucking Adam Cole. Period. Bebe. Bebe. Um, my, my, the, the, so I play Animal Crossing now. I think I've already mentioned this. Uh, I play it a lot. And the city, you get to create your own town, like a little village. My uh, city is Center Bay. That's right. I do, you that, are ridiculous. Yeah, I am that ridiculous. That's true. Transition. And so, um, talking about the Indies, we kind of going back. One of the things I want to talk about is so you have like once things open up again, you have a, a lot of these wrestlers that are going to hit the Indies again. Some people are obviously destined to go right to AEW. Like the revival, they've already been teased on like for years, but like the last being the Elite. I think guys like Zack Ryder, he's really good friends with. Uh, Cody, but then you have people. So like, apparently Cody did some kind of uh, interview. I was going to bring this yeah, up. I was going to bring it up where he, and like he was asked about Heath Slater and he said, no, and like, I don't know if there's heat. I don't know if it was like, like trying to throw people off the, off the, the scent. I think I'm going to say this right now on April 30th, 2020 in a year's time, Heath Slater, or whatever name he goes by is going to be the biggest thing on the independence. I could see that. Um, he got kids. I think that, yeah, I mean, and I think he, out of all those guys who just got let go, he easily has the best and most um, apropos shirt, uh, the I Got Fired shirt. I think that was really funny. I think that was a really good idea. Um, I don't know if there's any heat uh, between um, Cody and Heath, because I was going to bring that up, but, like, there there must be. I mean, there's got there must be. 
something must have happened because like Cody's not a dick. And like, from what I understand, like he was asked and it was very one syllable. Nope. Like onto the next question type thing. Like, so I don't think you're ever going to see Heath Slater there, but I mean, I do believe when this 90 day, no compete clauses up the first three people you're going to see signed are Rusev and the revival. Oh yeah. Rusev is, is, but I mean, Matt Cardona, he's always here. Trying to do the Long Island IC thing. It does not work for a audio podcast. What 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 were you? I don't. What were you doing? So like I the think... lo, Long Island IC, like it's hard to oh, do with the, like oh, it's hard yeah, to do yeah, the mic Island. and all okay. that. Yeah, but also again, okay, audio podcast, yeah. audio format, um, uh, audio comedy. format. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I'd like to see I'd like to see best friends versus uh, uh, Cardona and um, Myers. I think that would be a fucking good match. Well, and like I don't like like so with Brian Myers, like I think I don't I don't know, but like he's not that he's hurting. I mean, he has his school. He clearly knows how to like find and ter- train talent because MJF came out of his school. They've got the the podcast and everything. Like I can see Myers popping up. Like also, like I don't know how old Brian Myers is. I want to say like I'm, he's around my age. He's thirty four. He's thirty four. Oh, fuck, he's younger than I am. Okay, fuck Brian Myers. Um, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're both two years older than me. Oh god, I'm so old. Um, oh, old man band. Old man Benny's. Uh, I'm June fifth is uh, thirty seven. For the the entire oh. year, I get to make that joke. How many? Thirty seven. Thirty seven in a row. Um, it's funny because uh, June sixth will be the half of a decade. Um, since I got my DUI, it'll be five fucking years on June sixth. There you go. Yeah, you know, you want to... <laughs> I'm doing a bow right now. I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, I um, so I was looking at on Saturday, um, because like so the last two, like last Saturday, this Saturday, and the next Saturday, uh, Stephen Page, one of my favorite, our my favorite artist from Brand Naked Ladies, is doing like a basically a Zoom meeting. You have to you pay to get in, and he's like playing songs from his catalog of Brand Naked Ladies. But right before, so I was looking at Saturday. This coming Saturday was supposed to be the New Japan Ring of Honor show in Kalamazoo yeah. that I was like, I was hopefully we were all going to go to. And yeah. it, so, you know, when things open up again, and I think it's, do you think wrestling is going to, like, we'll see independent wrestling in 2020? Because. No. Yeah, so I mean, like I, I guess I don't think so. It's because, like, yeah, like tomorrow, Mike, you know, Mike DeWine could be like, okay, May first, everything gets opened up, no restrictions. I'm not gonna rush out to somewhere. Like, I'm not rushing out to no. a bar or like I'm like that's why like I shaved my head like yesterday because like my, my hair was like I hadn't had a haircut since February and it was driving me yeah. insane. But like because I know I'm not gonna get a haircut. I'm not going to a barber. July, August, maybe. No. And so, like, do you? So, like, again, like, so, like, let's talk about, like, you know, you know, twenty twenty. Do we see any like people in the crowds, live wrestling, be it WWE, AEW, or independents? I mean, I'm all right. You never say never in wrestling, so there's that. But, um. 
I uh, I was listening to uh, I I can't remember I I think it was Bischoff's podcast is what I was listening to eighty three weeks and um he even made mention of he was like if you think that they open stuff up uh say June July August he goes do you really think it would behoove any company to start running shows immediately he was like. I would be, he goes, I live out in Wyoming, so I don't really have anything to worry about. He's like, but, you know, these people who live in these, you know, municipal areas there, you know, not, uh, these urban areas, whatever you want to call it, city areas, um, it, it really, they're not going to turn any profit on any show, even I'd say for the first six months after you're allowed to start going, because like, I'll put it this way. Um, my job, he keeps asking me when I'm coming back to work. And my answer is effectively when it's safe or there's a vaccine or when it's safe and there's a vaccine or the government stops paying me. I am not coming back to work to risk the life of my fiance. Um, it's just not going to happen. Um, so like a guy like me, who's a diehard fucking wrestling fan, who's itching for just to, just to see a crowd at a wrestling show, not even be in one. I'm itching to see a crowd at a wrestling show. If I'm not, if I'm going to think twice about doing that and I'm not going to go to work, like if I'm like, think about everybody else. Like there's going to be a ton of people that are like, I'm not fucking going to anything. Uh, what do you think, Mr. Zachariah? Uh, you'll have people at wrestling shows by Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it would, I, I think it'd be a good way to reboot the Indies as well, by the way. Yeah. Start I mean, from scratch. I think what's going to start happening is that, you know, well, fine, if I can't get my hair cut, I'm going to start my own barber shop, right? And, you know, now you're really going to have some outlaw mud shows. Well, like, so, like, like we're, we're in Cleveland, Ohio. Do you think, like, like AIW? So, like, because they've been running major, like, majorly out of, or major, I can't talk now. Um, out of the Odeon, that place. Like I wasn't going there be- before all this because my my anxiety. Like, do you think they one like will the Odeon even be open anytime soon? But two, like let's say to, you know again, like they say July first, a hundred people. Are there a hundred people to go? Well. A, I don't think they're going to do, they would, they, unless they're going to do it like at their gym or something like wherever, uh, let's go, we can use AIW as the example, wherever like their guys train and they have a ring. Um, I, I think you could maybe open it up to something super private and public, uh, you know, like private, but public, you know what I mean? So like, like you said to the first hundred fans, I think that that would be an option. Um, what I do unfortunately think is, and I'm, I'm not putting AIW in this, I'm just saying in general, I do think you're going to see um, some indie promotions. I don't know if it'll be right here in Ohio, probably Florida for sure. Um, you're going to see indie promoters trying to jump the gun on this, and I think it will end up backfiring. I'd agree. I think there are smart enough people like, I think, I don't think AIW will jump the gun. I don't think um, I don't think Mega will jump the gun. I think I think Tracks no, are no, pretty it's smart. It's going to be more irresponsible people. The people like I built a ring in my backyard. Come check it out, kind of thing. No, oh, I even think some of the. I, like, I don't it's know. It's going to be, be. It's going to be like you remember when they had the uh, uh, 
the guy, the one wrestler down south that was like his trunks were just, he had a whole singlet covered in uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton's face. Remember that? He was, um, oh, what the fuck was his, the wrestler's name? Oh, the, the something liberal, like the something liberal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, so somebody's going to work a gimmick into it. It's fucking, it's wrestling, guys. It, they're all carnies. So, like, it's going to be first through the door, get a free mask. Or, or, or even better, like an autographed mask, right? But what I'm saying is, like, I, I feel like there's going to be, like I said, I'm trying to, like, I, I, I can't think of an indie that I can throw under the bus per se. Um, I just think it'll be like one of the smaller ones. So like, obviously in Ohio, you have like AIW and mega would be the two bigger ones. I guess you would say AIW being the biggest in Ohio. Um, I don't know, like maybe one of like the smaller Akron promotions or something. I feel like they're going to try and run a show. It'll be in the People South. People are going to get fucking sick. It'll be, it'll be and, somewhere in the South. Guaranteed. Like, like, yeah, like, well, like I said at the beginning, Mississippi, Florida, like his, Oh God, well, Florida, like how long until someone you hear some kind of indie promotion, they do um, commentary for a match and he, so you hear the phrase, he just hit the Hura Corona. Um, that's you, not even a good joke. It's, um, it's horrible, but like, you know, there is a wrestler out there who is thinking about it. Like that has well, been, I that told- has been texted to somebody. Right when this all started going down, um, uh, Matt Justice was wrestling in a fucking junkyard in Mexico. Like, right before they shut down the borders and everything. Was it a tennis match? Like, what the hell? Well, like, when he he posted the video of it, I, like, I quoted it and I said, if anybody is allowed to call their finisher coronavirus after this, it's fucking Matt Justice. He's earned it. There is, like, the, um, like... Duh, a, a junkyard. That's a bad idea, guys. It's a bad idea. A junkyard in Mexico, man. Like, it's like Mexico is like one of the most impoverished, like first world nations in in the in the world. And so, like a junkyard there, like how many how many cartel bodies are buried there? You don't fucking know. I don't. But it's lovely. You've been watching. Too much, too much narcos. Hey, shut up. <laughs> I'll fucking get, I'll get my fucking uh, cartel right after you. There you the go. Big, big but, cartel. Red dot dot. There you go. So I like that plug. That's good. So, so like, did either one of you guys check out uh, Jericho on uh, the new last drive-in with Joe Bob? Ha- no, I haven't gotten to watch. It I yet. haven't. No, it's like, like, it. like, yeah, like, how was that? How was that? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it was dope. Joe Bob, he showed uh, Chopping Ball with the, the killer robots and then um, brought out uh, Jericho, who played uh, Blood Sucking Freak. That movie is a fucking trip and a half. Um, and then Darcy is a huge AEW mark, and she cosplayed as um, one of the uh, sex slaves from the movie and as Jericho's personal security with, like, the sharpied uh, fucking... Tank top. <laughs> oh, uh, Jofus? Like Rufus? Oh. Yeah, because that's where Rufus, the name, comes from, is from that movie. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it, it, Rufus is like a, 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 a killer dwarf, like little person that like 
it serves his master. It's super, it's super weird. So like, but, um, is that, so that's on shutter, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like this is not a plug and believe me, if they want to sponsor the podcast, please do. Um, I think it's uh 30 days free trial. If you, uh, for the promo codes, uh, shut in. Yeah. Yep. So like, yeah, I just watched, uh, Daniel isn't real on there. That was fantastic. And then they, that's a shutter exclusive. And then they just got blood quantum, which is by the same filmmakers of rhymes for young ghouls. Um, and it's amazing. It's basically imagine, uh, the walking dead, but told from the perspective of native Americans. Okay. Speaking of the walking dead, um, if like, I'll, I'll put it, I'll, I'll post the, uh, the link on my Twitter and the show's Twitter today. I bought the digitally, the entire walking dead comic book series from bell to bell, $18. Wow. Shit. Yeah. Like, I was going to say after volume, after bo- volume five, it gets like, it's just like, okay. I, like that's, I stopped after volume six. I was just like, okay, I've had enough of this. Yeah. Um, so six is like what the prison? No, that's six is right, right when they get to the town. Ah, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, because prison's like. Or no, that's that's five. Yeah, no, the prison's like three. Yeah, because, but they're there for a minute. Yeah, they're there for like two books. Yeah. But yeah, I um. I don't know. I I just I don't know. I dropped off of it. Um, there's just so much content, and like for me, um, and I know you guys can you know get with this. Uh, you'll understand. Like I when I got into horror movies and everything, like when I was fourteen, fifteen, from like fourteen to twenty, um, I you know I spent a good chunk of money on horror movies and knew everything about all of them. Um, whatever. I. When it comes to zombies, <clears throat> if it's not George A. Romero, I have a real hard time, um, like getting down with it. And I know that sounds super pretentious, but like he even made a zombie movie, um, you know, Land Land of the Dead, uh, which was the fourth one with John Leguizamo and Dennis Hopper, um, yeah. which is a fan. It's better than Day of the Dead. And, um, like he did that in 2004. So we're talking like, you know, 40 years of making great zombie flicks. Um, and then the market just got oversaturated and I, it's hard for me to like get down with anything zombies now. Well, it all depends on like what zombies there are. There's like the Australian one undead. That's really great. I mean, Peter Jackson's early stuff with like dead alive is fantastic, but he, you know, like even Fido. Fido, Fido, Fido is great. Train to Bassan. I, I mean, I've another one. I, I fucks with uh, Twenty Eight Days and Twenty Eight Weeks Later. I got fucks with that real hard. Those zombie movies. Yeah, there's a difference between fast and slow. Yeah, I mean, I do. Like, I mean, I know that they're not quite undead, but like, it's it's uh, it's on the periphery of, of zombie movies. Yeah. But like, I just and like so one of my favorite things that they they stopped doing, and obviously they would have to update it because it's been a lot over a decade. Is Bravo used to do uh, that hundred scariest movie moments? They would always show it around Halloween, yeah. and. They, they talked about 28 days later and like one of the people was like, it's so amazing how London felt completely deserted and like how they did that on that small a budget where like 
in the, in the movie, like London looks like there's not a soul that no one's been uh, like, there hasn't been a soul there for those, that 28 days. And right. it's just like that movie is so it's, it's such a great movie. Like, even I, yeah, the I, sequel's good. Like, I mean, but 28 days later, it's such a good movie. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I just, um, the only reason I brought that up is just cause you know, it's, I guess, you know, it is like a pandemic type thing. I just, Whenever I think zombies, I you know I just think of traditional. It's so weird, that, like so many people ran. I to got pa- some zombies for you, man. Like, I believe it. Like so like many people Star's ran Lord? to like 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 pandemic type movies. At the beginning of this thing, I'm like, outbreak was like trending on Apple. Well, all right. So like, um, it was trending on Netflix. Um, but like, okay, so I you know I scroll like everybody else. I'll scroll through Netflix three, four times a week. And, like, you know, leading up to uh, this whole thing, um, I I would constantly come because I love watching documentary series about different stuff. And I saw one called Pandemic, and I was like, oh, I don't want to watch that. That'll just give me mad anxiety. I'm real fucking happy I didn't watch it. So, um, and just, you know, I'm here to deal with this shit. We do have the Tiger King. Do you know what movie should be trending on uh, Apple? A movie what? by by two uh, by, a, by one of the directors is a is a plucky upstart who happens to be one half of this podcast or one third of this podcast. It's a movie called Powerbomb. It's available on Apple. Oh, there it's you available go. on any basically any cable service like you have Cox. It's on there. I own that fucking movie. Yeah. I own that movie through Apple. I own it through Amazon. I own it through Cox. And obviously I'm a little more motivated because of the, you know, my connection, but like, it is a great movie. It is, there's no excuse. Like if you're in America, you have access to that movie on multiple, multiple ways. Uh, it's, it's soon to be, you know, all around the world. It's the one thing that's spreading that we're actually happy about. So not to compare your movie to coronavirus cause it's not, it's way better. Um, it's, it's a fantastic, <laughs> that, please put it, that it, on, like, really- on, on a box. Way, you're, this movie is better than coronavirus, Ben Center. Um, <laughs> but it's a really. I just wa- we watched it, and it, it is on. I honestly like, and I, and I truly mean this. If I did not know you, and I did not know the people that were involved in making that movie, and I just watched it as a wrestling fan, and as a fan of movies, I would be super happy and super impressed. Oh, I've had people tell me that the only reason I think it's a good movie is because I'm best friends with the director. So that's that's always fun when I'm like, Oh, okay. That's just where my opinions come from is, uh, you know, nepotism. <laughs> but like, it's, it's, it's honestly, like, it's a, just a great movie. And again, like it's one of those things well, where you, it, wa- the thing is, is West, West just fucking killed it, man. Yes. He is that he, he really nailed that role. And I, I said it on Twitter. Um, Knowing Wes how I do, because I know that playing that character for Wes wasn't easy. Um, I know that he uh, didn't like the character, per se. Um, but, like, well, like I said, like, if you know Wes at all, the reason he's so good in that role is because if he met that guy in real life that he played, he'd kick the shit out of him. I think we all would. Like, But the thing is, we all have met that guy. We've all been at shows with that guy. And, yep. and like, but we, and like, it's, and that's the thing. Like, I think as a wrestling fan, like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> there's a, sh- there's a shine <laughs> on my head. 
Ugh. If you're going to do that, let me wear the hat. Um, now he's liking his own picture. I mean, I do that all the time. <laughs> well, it's uh, kind of words from you guys. Yeah, making making powerbomb was it was fun times with fun people. I'm uh, hoping to get to do that again soon. Make another feature. Yeah, dummy. I want to fucking write a movie with you. I gotta have a sex scene in there. But, um, like, what? I'm getting too. I'm getting like. <laughs> I'm getting too back into Lynch for my own good. Ooh. And I don't want to make something weird just for the sake of making it weird, but I want to make something fucking weird. I, that is the one thing that I think coming out of this, out of this whole thing, um, the weird movies and TV shows and, and music and like, it's all the weird art that's being permeated right now. And not just because like, you know, and like, God, I cannot wait for the wave of like things that were like directly inspired of like, here's my, my take on it. Here's my zombie movie. But like the people that have all this time to be creative and had all this focused time, there is going to be a boom of creativity. And like, I, that I'm looking forward to the people that yeah. are like, you know, in, in like five years when they're like, I just, I had time on my hands. And so I, I wrote but this script and that is going to be the thing that is going to be RJ. amazing. RJ said he said it the best. He said, whatever script about writing about uh, horror quarantine, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Like, everything you think you're going to write that's creative and original, it's not. I guarantee yeah, you, no, I haven't read it yet, it's not. <laughs> like, the most accurate, all right, about this time period, like, the most accurate and interesting thing you could write about, which is something Zach's been, like, pushing me to write about for years, is like a cam girl or a sex worker. Like that would be the only interesting story that comes out of this. Like some hot girl and everybody beating their fucking butt. Here's Which, the... by the way, um, support I, your local this, sex workers. I, I I posted this on Twitter and I nobody responded to it, so I want to say it here. Um, Felicia Rose, ten out of ten, would recommend. It's going to get you exactly where you want to go. Um, I, I will take your word for it. I, Felicia is, 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 is awesome. Also, um, and again, I, I'm saying this cause why not back in the day, we were all gentlemen of a certain age. We remember the, like the name mm-hmm. Heather Brooke, mm-hmm. Heather Harmon is her real name. Um, she's, she's back. She's the return that 2020 desperately needed. <laughs> Dude. All right. All right. Do you remember you remember when Twin Peaks was coming back and they did like a like the uh, poster for it was like the Douglas Spurs with like a opaque is that what what a translucent picture of Laura Palmer and said it is happening again. That's what they should do for Heather Brooks. It is happening again. Well, and it's like she she got um how about this lately augmentations. That's that's unfortunate. I don't like when they and do like. That almost joke size and then like it was, See, it was, that, that ruins it for me well it was also like apparently like she, i mean obviously this is like you know older and i was talking to a friend of mine and he was like man like something like look like, look like something literally like just hit her in the face she's got a red mark i'm like yeah it was a large penis <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly um, like 
That's that's, that's the gig. I mean, she's got to be. I remember seeing those videos on LimeWire in like 2002, 2003. So, at 17, <laughs> she was probably close to 30. That's got to be pushing 50. LimeWire. Jerking off with Kazaa. Yes. Kazaa. Oh God! There you go. All of our computers were like the like that. How about the also the super virus when you download like the wrong thing on Kazaa and it's just like it's you know name whatever celebrity you 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 love super leak nudes and it's like the mega virus. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Also, um, use of phones uh, of porn stars, I guess, would be the most politically correct way to say that. Uh, Sasha Gray, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Welcome back to Sex Tech. Um, <laughs> yeah, horny dog. Welcome back to Horn Dog, uh, the, the Horn Dog podcast. Hey, you know, we, we have a lot of time on our hands and in our hands. Yeah. I like that, man. There you go. I mean, <laughs> dude, like, and they say you're not supposed to be whopping fluids with people. So, you know, I'll, just, I'll swap it into some latex or whatever the fuck those are made out of. All right. So now let's, we both, we all three of us love, uh, pro wrestling and Look. we love, we, we love her. Uh, you know, <laughs> this whole episode, dude, is so off the rails. <laughs> Like what is going on? I'm, I'm, I feel like I've wandered into like some support group. I don't know what we're meant to be ashamed of. So many things. Not wrestling. Not porn. So many things. Um. So I, what I was thinking about today because I, I was watching some wrestling, and it was just like, I, I it was two days ago. Two days ago, I rewatched an, a Ring of Honor show that I went to back in '09. Um, it was uh, Richards and Aries. Did an out did a Broadway, and I was thinking about being the crowd, and then I started thinking about like live wrestling. And so I guess like, what is something that you like? You know, wrestling on TV, like watching wrestling on TV, watching from the comfort of your home is great. What is like, that that one thing about watching live wrestling that you love the most, and like that you miss now that like we ha- we we are in a place where we're not going to have that experience for a while? Go ahead, Zach. Uh, I would say the danger of being that close to the action, like when you have guardrail seats or a fight spills over into the audience and you see a move where you just genuinely get worked and think, oh, I just witnessed a murder. Um, I think that's probably the most fun thing about a live show to be able to get caught up in that excitement to be that close to it as well. Okay. Um, for me, it would be um, the pop. It's the pop. Um, it, over the years, all the wrestling shows I've gone to, uh, be it indie or be it, uh, you know, big league, um, I'll use all in as the example. Um, actually, I'll give two, I'll give two really good examples. Uh, Three, actually. When Cody won the belt at All In versus Nick Aldis, uh, the pop he got was insane. Um, I would say the 
second one was from that. Well, no. So yeah, I'll go in order. Um, so that would be the first would be Cody winning. The second was when I went to double or nothing and, um, awesome Kong came out and that place went fucking berserk on the pre-show. Um, that, that was really, really cool. Um, that, I was actually talking about that earlier today with Chelsea because, like, nobody fucking knew she was going to be there. That was amazing. And then, um, obviously, back to All In, uh, the Jericho reveal. Um, I mean, that place fucking erupted. It was it was just something else. So that that I would say are my uh, my what I miss most. What about you, Ben? Oh, he fell down the yeah, rabbit hole. Oh no, there he is. He's back. Um, well, I'll have a minute here. My fetish is for uh, sweaty dudes in black t-shirts, so that's what I miss. Um, <laughs> no, like I mean, like, and I think it's a mixture of both. I, I like that you guys have talked about, like, like the that that rush of like when everyone is like hanging on every single movement in the ring. Yeah. Like, like li- I mean, live yeah. anything like I will, I've been to many concerts that I did not care for the band outside of the, of that experience. But in that moment, it was really, you know, was amazing. But like, I just, I just like seeing, I feel like when you're live, like, so I, I, I thought about it. One of my favorite live experiences was watching Zack Sabre Jr. When he came to AIW, which still blows my mind. Like that he was there multiple times, you know, uh, I think he was a, a Biggins favorite, you know, RIP Biggins. Um, but seeing him work live and kind of seeing how, I don't want to say the sausage was made, but like, like you can see it on TV, but like getting to see that, that close and just how methodical and like almost seeing where he's going from things. And like the way that he was very, it was very logical. Like a lot of times like wrestling, you the guys, you know, men and women hit, like they set up these moves to like, well, clearly, like, even if you didn't know this was scripted, you would have had to know because, like, the setup is just so uh, convoluted. But, like, someone with, like, him, you know, the things uh, they really aren't. And, like, just kind of seeing that and, like, seeing that, like, that storytelling in person and seeing how, like, you know, the, the difference between the goods, like, the bads, the okays, the goods, the greats, is that it doesn't matter how many people are in the building. The ones that turn it on for, you know, huge crowds like when I, I like Johnny Gargano is someone so like I saw him the first time I saw him live was at WrestleCon or like the WrestleCon that was here in a wrestling convention that was here in Cleveland like in 2015 it happened one year and they did a uh, battle of the sexes with AIW and Candice and and uh, Johnny did a match and like there was maybe like 50 people or so in this little hotel ballroom to like seeing him work at, at uh, NXT in the, at the Agora. And he was the exact same. He gave the same exact performance at both. And like seeing that is something that I miss. I would say, um, Oh, I think he froze. They, oh. it, it could be 13, shit, God damn it. Um, it could be 13 <laughs> people in there. 
with Magnum CK, or it could be 500, or it could be 20,000. You're going to get the same. You would have ever gotten the same um, performance out of Magnum CK. I think he's another guy like that who just turns it on. Big shout to his documentary. Big shout to his okay. documentary. Also, the Glenn Glary, uh, the Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross parody that he released this past week. That's great. Oh, yeah. like give me more of that. Like inject that to my it's fucking veins. Glenn, Glenn Ross. Yeah, uh, Glenn gimmick. Yeah, Glenn yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Um, the role that he was uh, portraying was uh, originally by Alec Baldwin. He's also a stage play that's actually pretty good, but. Yeah, like he was fucking spot on. Like, coffee's for a, workers. Uh, it was a stage play before it was even um, before it was ever a movie. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's great. Learn something um, every day. But yeah, I would. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, honestly, it's just I, I miss, dude. I miss the live crowd so much. Like after you know what, two months now of watching shows with no crowd. Um, you know, some have adapted better than others. Some have pulled off some of the crazier shit like we saw at WrestleMania with Bray Wyatt and all that, which I still, Bray Wyatt versus John Cena at WrestleMania will go down as one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, granted, I am a little biased because I both, I like both of those dudes and I'm a huge Eric Bischoff mark. So like getting to see you couldn't have done that with a crowd you know what i mean like we would have never gotten the firefly funhouse match that we saw without a crowd you know or with a crowd i'm sorry we would have never gotten it with a crowd and i'm for that i'm thankful i think that's i think that's one of the cooler things that's come out of wrestling is they had to adapt and find new ways to tell the interesting stories that they do have another thing to be i think really I'm not thankful, but I will admit this here and now. And I actually, I came to this realization today while I was eating lunch, which is a weird thing to say. Chris Jericho is the greatest of all time. Yeah. Because like, like, like legitimately because him on commentary for AEW has been great. Apparently he recorded it all like in a seven hour marathon session. He just, mm-hmm. him, him and Shivani just sat down, but like, He's so he is everything that Jerry Lawler wishes he could be. Yeah. I mean, Jerry Lawler's fucking uh popularity, um, honestly, um, and don't get me wrong, I've I've had plenty of King moments that I've loved. Um, there have been times in my life where I've really liked that dude. Um he really, really uh ruined himself for me the last five six years. I don't think he really has any business doing what he's doing. Um, but no, I, Jericho, like you said, he, he is. He, I mean, I, I know that everybody always pokes fun at me for loving him so much, but like name somebody better. Name somebody that is that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, unique. Um, that who, who can reinvent himself or other, I mean, like, dude, look at, look at what he's done with Sammy Guevara. He turned Sammy Guevara from this, like, I can't stand you because you're really fucking dumb and annoying to, I can't stand you because you're really fucking dumb and annoying, but you're good at it now. That's all Jericho. Les Spanish gods. It's, I, I, like, dude, I, I, 
like even Chelsea, like we were sitting there the other day I, when, we were, when we were watching Dynamite, I think maybe last week, and she goes, God damn, dude, he really is the best. Like there, he's, there's nobody better. And I'm like, no, he can, he can literally do it all and he can get anybody over. Um, and he can re, I mean, like, think about it this way. Uh, when he was doing his, uh, fake crying gimmick, uh, during the whole Cody feud, like the whole, I got a ticket thing and, um, you know, like throwing fits and stuff. He's not doing that anymore, but like it is now etched into his character. Like he takes, like when, when something runs its course with him, he drops it before it's run its course and he starts doing something new and it works literally every time. Also, I found out today, I, I, so I haven't watched uh, AW. I'm watching that after this. Um, the, the, the uh, new tag team name for Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc, Super Bad Death Party. Okay, I can get down with that. Also, um, okay, I, another I, I, T-shirt that I, I might have to purchase at some point, and I don't know if you saw this, Zach. Uh, Derek Directions new TV uh, t- or the production new T-shirt. Apparently, you you will like it. I'll just send it to you. It's got this really cool design. It's, that, it's the King Diamond logo, but it says the production. Oh, okay. Okay, so, yeah, I'm not familiar. Like the, I'm guessing King, like the, King Diamond's a, a heavy metal band, correct? It, King Diamond is the guy um, that it, but yeah, he was in a band and he, his other band is called King Diamond, but his band before that was called Merciful Fate. It actually, it's, it's like the Merciful Fate font and it's got like the, um, it's got the, uh, like the axe coming down off of it. It's cool. It's, it's like, I, I obviously am not familiar with the, the source material, but it's just a cool looking shirt. And like, even though it's a black t-shirt, like I'm, I'm very tempted because like it's, I've I've stuck with my no black t-shirts, um, but like that's a Bro. cool fucking shirt. <laughs> um, I mean, the, all right. So I ordered. Um, I've been trying to spread my money around as much as possible, and I'm not trying to fucking make myself sound like oh look at how great he is. But I've tried to spread my money around to a lot of wrestlers. Um, you know what I can spare here and there, and um, so far. Uh, I, obviously, I don't want to go into numbers. Um, I purchased uh, the pair of pants that, which I I'm actually hanging out with Greg on Saturday, so I'm getting all this stuff. I'll start with all the Greg shit first. Um, I the pair of pants he wore from his Alpha One match versus uh, Ricky Shane Page, uh, the uh, the strap match. Um, I bought his jeans that are completely uh, soaked in blood. Um, which is pretty cool. I subscribed to his Patreon. Um, I purchased one of his shirts. What do you do? What? What do you what? What are you doing, Ben? No, like, just looking at my hand. Oh, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like waving at me, like, "Hey, wrap it up." Um, you can't see uh, me. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I got um. So yeah, Greg, I that stuff. Um, his Patreon, that shirt. Um, I, I want to say I bought maybe one other Craig Iron thing, but I'm not sure. Um, I uh, go back and forth with RJ City fairly regularly on Twitter, and I'm always logging into his um, to his YouTube like live streams that he does because they're fantastic. Like my Sunday mornings have become a coffee date with uh, me, Chelsea, and RJ, 
and then we comment on our phones and watch it on our TV, which is a lot of fun. I bought one of his shirts, um, and that's what I was going to say. Is if you're buying anything from Pro Wrestling Tees, be patient. I know they take long anyway. That company is not very quick about getting stuff done sometimes, um, but they're awesome. Um, they are working with a fucking skeleton crew, so I ordered my shirt two weeks ago, and they're supposed to be here, like, next week. So, and know, they, they um, are... I bought an art. Okay. Oh no! Like, I was saying, they're they're sweethearts because I I ordered a Biff Busick shirt and I was gonna give the tank top because my my nickname in, nickname in high school was Biff, and they emailed me saying they were out of it and they were like very nice and like they they are sweethearts there and so definitely lots of love to pro wrestling tees. Sponsor the podcast. I bought um all right. So another one would be I purchased um I purchased for Greg I purchased the four four O shirts. I got one for me and I got one for Zach um for his birthday. Um, so that, and then oh, I bought, um, I bought a Ricky Shane page, uh, tank top. Um, another cool thing about pro wrestling tees was I purchased two shirts and then I went back and I wanted to get, uh, the four, four O shirts for me and Zach and t- they were two separate orders. So I emailed them and I was like, I, I emailed them before I placed the second order. And I was like, Hey, can I, oh, God damn it. Are we good? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, okay. We're good. I, I lost connection for a second. Um, I emailed them and was like, Hey, I wanted to buy two other shirts. Can you, um, I, (laughs) I, I purchased two other shirts. You're fucking throwing me off, dude. Um, and so anyways, cause their shirts are, their, uh, their shipping is like nine bucks or whatever. Yeah, I know. Do I have a fucking concussion? Um, (laughs) this is not good for podcasting guys. The red Um, lights on in the back there. Skippy. God damn it. All right. So um, anyway, they ended up combining the shipping for me and refunding me the other shipping, which was very nice of them to do. Um, I yeah, bought so- an Atticus. I bought an Atticus Kogar Silver Key Satan shirt. I bought um, and I've been trying to buy specifically from like indie dudes. Um, like, yeah, sure. I'd love to buy some Young Buck stuff. I'd love to buy some Cody stuff, but I have stuff and I, I you know, I'm trying to support people like where the money goes directly to them. Um, so I did, I got Atticus Kogar and then I got, um, shit. Who else? Um, oh, I ended up getting the, um, very limited edition. I don't know how many people outside of the actual 440 group have them, but I have a 440 shirt that the ones they wear at the GCW shows with like the silver print on them. Um, that, um, I bought an Alley Cat shirt and some stickers. I bought Danhausen stickers. I subscribed to his Patreon. Um, see, like I'm like I know there's more, and I'm just like I'm like I don't fucking. Oh, I bought an Ethan Page shirt. He's a, all ego. I'm so, just trying. To, I'm trying to throw around the love, you know what I mean? Oh no, and like, that's a good thing. And like I, th- I highly suggest people do that. Um, so as we're wrapping up here, because that's what that awkward fun exchange was with me telling people to wrap up. Um, so I'm pretty sure that no other podcast does this. I, I so I'm, I thought about it. It's, it's revolutionary. So I want to go around and say, <laughs> what, what we, are you scared of the dark? That's what I want to say. Uh, again, are you afraid? Wow. See, I tell you the, the, the claws hidden. Um, I want everyone to go around the, the, uh, the room and again, revolutionary, never been thought of who's your favorite wrestler this week. Oh, this week. 
this week. Again, no one's ever done that, so I'm trademarking it right now. Yeah, no, I, I understand. That's a hard question. It never gets asked. Um, uh, I'll say Britt Baker's, Dr. Britt Baker's my favorite wrestler this week, just because those promos that she's doing are more tailored to uh, her acting skills, I think, yeah. rather than in front of a, a, a live crowd or even an, an empty arena. Um, the video segmented stuff like really shines, and uh, I think it's going to boost her character even more. And I know she can back it up in the ring. Obviously, like she, you know, she brought a lot of talent and other things. But do you like watching her flourish? Do you take just a, a little modicum of like, yeah, I, I helped. I helped. I like. I helped a little bit. Like I like you know, kind of a little bit of like I helped you know her down that path. You know, even the, the, the slightest. I I just see it as. I saw that star on the on the rise, you know. I would, I was just the first to notice the shine, <laughs> I guess, in terms of putting her in weird movies about demented <laughs> wrestling fans. Also, did you see the video of her and a ghost handing her a, a ice cream cone? It's a, it's a joke because know. Adam Cole handed her an ice cream cone, and oh, Adam Cole's yeah, dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. After thinking about it, it's actually a pretty easy uh, RJ City. RJ City has actually consistently been my favorite wrestler every week for like the last month because he puts up so much content every week and he is, as much as he's a fucking dick, he's so highly entertaining and I feel like. I feel like we could be on the surface, friend. I think RJ City should be a millionaire. I think, like, on it with the, with the amount of talent that he has, he should be a millionaire. Oh, he I, I'm sure he will be. He, like, will like, be. he should be. Uh, I love RJ City. Um, so my favorite is definitely Jim Cornette. <laughs> oh no, no, fuck that guy. I hate him so very much. No, um, my my favorite wrestling this week is Candice LeRae. I, I, I love her to death. I am NXT has had so much amazing women's talent that she has been lost in the shuffle because you have like all these amazing names that are, have been there for longer or these, all these bigger names. And uh, she came in with, with like, she didn't come in with that much fanfare. She came in through the, the May Young classic and she's just been kind of, just kind of toiling. And, but I think now, I, w- I hope that this goes well for her because I love her. I pre-ordered her shirt because it's pink and it's awesome. And I want I want even though it's WWE, I, I wanted to you know, be able to support her. So, uh, Candice LeRae, even though the only thing I would say is that uh, she kind of fell when she did the the curb stomp, and so I, I get I bet she got a call from Danny, aka Stupid Dragon, aka Super Dragon. Um, but but yeah, no, I I was just <laughs> that I'm joke super never happy. gets old. I love it. It it doesn't. God bless you, Matt McCarthy, for stupid dragon. It's the best. So we're going to go around the way here, um, starting with El Hardano. If people want to uh, interact with you on the social media machines, how can they do that? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at El Hordano Diablo. That's E-L-J-O-R-D-A-N-O, D-I-A-B-L-O. Like I said, Twitter or Instagram. Um, you can also find, uh, my production company that hasn't done anything in a minute, but I am trying to get somebody that I'm looking at right now 
to uh, <laughs> uh, let's get started on something. Uh, that's above below ENT above below entertainment. Um, you can also find my writing and um, I don't I don't know. Uh, I help curate. I guess would be the right word. Um, there's some pretty cool things happening with uh, the wrestling zine that I am co-owner of WrestleVoid um, that I can't really say in public because it would kind of ruin the company that we're working with whole deal. Um, but it's pretty cool. And let's just say that there's going to be, uh, you're getting bought up by Disney confirmed, confirmed. You're being bought up by Disney. <laughs> El Hordano Diablo to Disney confirmed. Um, but, uh, we got a cool thing going on with, um, well, once it's out, I can like talk about it, but, um, it's a company that a lot of wrestling fans know. Um, and, um, it's, it's, it, it, they approached us. So that was very cool. Uh, so WrestleVoid, you can find our Twitter at WrestleVoid, Instagram at WrestleVoid. Um, and, uh, you can buy it at WrestleVoid.BigCartel.com. Um, limited runs of every issue. Um, as far as I know, we are sold out of one through five for sure, except for we have one issue of number two left. And uh, we're saving that for the next con we go to because we did a con last year. Um, and so we would like somebody who stumbles upon our table to be able to get like a rare one. Um, we have stuff in the works for the future for um, – for, uh, you know, it's not like we print it once and you'll never get to read it again. It's just going to be a while before you can. We do have some stuff in the works with that. Can't talk about it right now, but WrestleVoid, yes. Go check it out. Uh, we're always looking for contributions, too. So that's WrestleVoid at gmail.com for that shit. I'm going to spill the beans. You're actually partnering up with Waffle House. Every time you get a waffle, you get a WrestleVoid. It's going to be great. Um, it's I'm glad you said Waffle House and not International House of Pancakes because that place is the Applebee's of breakfast food. I'm buying you an <laughs> Applebee's gift card for your birthday, by the way. Um, oh, really? I'll burn it. I will burn plastic into this fucking atmosphere. I went through that trouble once already this year. I'm never going to Applebee's again. All right. And now Applebee's favorite customer, Zach? Uh, you can find me online at Zach for Zombies. Uh, Z-A-C-H-F-O-R-Z-O-M-B-I-S on Twitter and Instagram. What about you, Ben? Where can the kids poke and wave and Snapchat and all Wherever the stuff? local White Claw bar is. Yeah, um, so you can find me. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, if they can put it on tap, I'm there. Um, no, I'm I, I'm on uh, Twitter at Center Club. That's S-E-N-T-E-R. That's S-E-N-T-E-R Club. This podcast has both as a Twitter and Instagram at, at Center of the U. That's Center of the U. Um, yeah. I'm also on uh, Nintendo Switch, so shoot me a message and you can become friends. I'm looking for turnips because in uh, in Animal Crossing's turnips, for some goddamn reason, are the hottest. Like, I found gold. It is not more valuable than fucking turnips. So if you have turnips, go, you can come to my island. I will. I can't kill you because that's not how the game works. So come to my island and drop off things. I'll dance and clap for you. I'll show you my house. It's very nice. It's very evil. It's very nice. Yeah. So um, as he was repeating um, all of his stuff before he got into all that nerd shit he was talking about. Um, nerd shit. He was, uh, re- he was saying stuff two times in a row, which he now has a new nickname, and it's Benny Two Times. 
Benny two times. I like that Benny two times. Get the podcast. Get the podcast. Well, no, because I I say because I said I've said it many times. I you know when I still get people that are like you spelled center incorrectly. I'm like no, I'm <laughs> fairly confident that all the centers that I know we're not. I mean we're dumb. We're not that collectively that dumb. Um, also, I'm drunk and high. So ha ha. <laughs> all right. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, you know, again, stay safe out there. Do your part to help flatten the curve. Be safe. And remember one thing above all else. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the best way we've ever ended the podcast.